Hi, I'm Eric. I'm Jason. And I'm Chris. Where I beat it first. Yay! 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 Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Prost. Uh, it has been almost birthday? a month. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah I guess we... it's happy belated birth. No, no, we talked about it how it was my birthday on the last one that we did. Because so the last was... one was like the day or two after my birthday. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I was like, man, when was the last one we did and I beat the first podcast? It feels like it's been. It was in time. August. Well, we were going to have it. Say it would have been Labor Day weekend, like the Tuesday after. But someone oh, yeah, but got then... sick. Yeah. <laughs> Only assholes got sick. And the news True. cycle wasn't really that big. So I was just like, fuck it. We'll just skip. I beat it first and we'll go to cutscene. Like there wasn't a whole lot of news sitting in our hopper to talk about. Or at least news that really like warranted it. Like going back through, I'm like, I'm like back to September 1st. And I'm like, you yeah, know, there's not really a whole lot that's like in there other than Baldur's Gate, Final Fantasy 16 stuff. There's not really a whole lot in there. Although there is that Final Fantasy 16 whiskey that appeared in Japan. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> and some THX certified headphones from Razer. <laughs> I still have I still have the Final Fantasy which one the 12 uh, uh energy drink potion. Oh god. Ooh. We should if we hit Three thousand dollars <laughs> on extra life game uh, on extra life game day just for our channel, not as a team. If we hit three thousand mm-hmm. dollars for our channel, I will drink that fucking thing that has been sitting there on his shelf, not refrigerated, Sealed. Sealed. and I will drink it warm. <laughs> <laughs> you heard here, How's guys. That, Jason, is that, that worth it? Also- I also have Wiz's Energizing Chocobo Lecture by Jones of Soda as well. I'd Ooh, rather drink the potion. <laughs> For Final Fantasy 15, it looks like. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's not that. That's not that. That is old. But I will drink that potion if we hit $3,000 as a channel on Xbox. That, po- that potion is a collector's item, man. Sealed in box. It's not, exactly. That's like $4,000 makes... right there. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but you know what no, is worth four? You know what is worth three thousand dollars? Me possibly almost dying from it. For kids, <laughs> for the kids, for the kids, <laughs> for the for kids. The kids. <laughs> oh man! Holy fuck! <laughs> Someone on eBay has a six pack of this shit. Not even in the collector's box that I have. Just a six pack of it for six grand on eBay. <laughs> just wait, wait. It's listed for six grand. How many people yeah, are actually course. watching that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, but how many people are watching it? Because it says like how many people are watching. <laughs> I want to know that. Because <laughs> that's the big one. It's like it's like who's actually watching this, and how many people are watching it for the lulls at that point? Yeah. Who the fuck would buy that for six grand? Six grand. Nobody's watching it. The connoisseur. No, yeah, no, no one's watching it. He's he's just sit. He's been sitting on it. And he's just he just keeps re-upping it because it's free to post it on eBay. You yeah. don't have to pay anything, so you know just keep re-upping mm-hmm. it until someone's stupid enough to buy it. I.e., this guy right here. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> oh, they want like a hundred dollars. Uh. I don't know if that's sealed though. But look, it's sealed. That's crazy. Better, that's crazy. It better be I sealed. I ain't drinking one that's not sealed. Then no, I'll I meant, like, really the box. die. <laughs> the box being sealed. Yeah. Yeah. But like then I'll really die if, if it's not <laughs> sealed. That that's a 
That's the makings for a bad time right there. <laughs> yes, very much so. <laughs> I'm I might have to down an entire bottle of hot sauce just to kill whatever bacteria would be in that at that. Yeah, point. just mix it with uh whiskey. We'll be fine. Alcohol kills everything. Alcohol kills everything. I mean, so does it hot does. sauce though. So win win. Does hot sauce <laughs> kill or does it cleanse? You know, it's it's a uh... it cleanses yes, with fire. I think it cleanses exactly, <laughs> which kills. <laughs> Heavenly hellfire fury. Well, actually, no. So technically, depending on the hot sauce, it would kill because vinegar kills bacteria. If you're drinking or if you're eating a very vinegary uh, um, hot sauce, and you're already not doing it right, in my opinion. Maybe mostly. <laughs> maybe some of them Mostly. taste better with like a lot of vinegar in them no not a lot like you can yeah. like obviously vinegar is also a, a pres- <laughs> preservation thing too but I, I like for me like the less vinegary the better in my opinion yeah i mean i can see that all right i mean i'll take hot sauce <laughs> what are we drinking bitches jason what do you got i'm drinking uh, a bullet old-fashioned uh one of the Ooh. pre-mades Yep, nice. One of the big bottles. Yeah, one of the big bottles from Costco. And I filled this glass all the way up to the top. Wait, already, which is not a huge glass, but. Did you just say they're selling those at Costco now? Yes, I did. And yes, they I, are. And they're I'm, I'm, handles. I'm, I'm, I'm. It's a handle of it. It's about it looks to be the same size as what uh, uh, we could get at, at Total Wine. Oh, it's only a 750. So it's not bigger. Yeah. OK. Yeah. It's not the same size as the handle of Bullet that we oh. buy. OK. Mm-hmm. No. Damn. If it was that big, that'd be a problem. And it'd be like a hundred bucks, yeah. I'm sure. No, they charge like a six or eight dollar premium from standard bullet to the to the like mixed ones. Yeah, but it's a smaller bottle. I'm saying if no, it was... it's the same size bottle. It's a seven fifty. That's why we, we like every time that we've gotten it, we've looked at it like, God damn, this is a seven fifty. And we drink it lot. that fast? Oh yeah, no dude, that's the so, problem. No we're so destroyed all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Jesus. All right. Never mind. Yeah. It's huge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A seven, it's a 750. That's a big ass bottle that you get. <laughs> well, I've done my damage already today, and we're barely like five minutes in our podcast. So this is like, great. I had six of these already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> my second one. I am going to be great here soon. And that would explain while. We were in our countdown. Jason gave us a great rendition of Enter Sandman. <laughs> no, no, no. Unforgiven. 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 Sorry. Yes. Unforgiven. <laughs> <laughs> and then we turned Unforgiven into a country song. God. <laughs> Unforgiven. It's just so easy to do. His twang that he has. Mm-hmm. James, you could do it. All right. So I'm drinking a birthday beer that Jason mm-hmm. sent over to me. This is a Fort George Hello Buddy, which (laughs) is, I looked at it and I'm like, I don't even care what type of beer it is. I mean, I obviously (laughs) looked at it to then see what it was, but I grabbed it just for this fucking label, a golden, like it's not even a manatee. It's like an actual sea cow. It's wait, is this is this C movie? Maybe. Am I gonna get struck buddy, down for having a false idol? But buddy whale? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get struck down for having a false idol. A golden idol. Shit, that means Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are coming for me. Thus beer. Ah shit. Ah shit. It makes more sense <laughs> to to praise beer than praise burgers. So my god, it's Jason Bourne. I mean, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is actually really fucking good. It's an IPA. It right? is really good. And yeah. and you you did the exact same thing that I did. I was like, I was at that brewery and I was like, this is a pretty good brewery. And I was like, I should buy some beer. And then I saw uh, uh, that label alone. I was like, well, I know what I'm getting some of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I know what the Eric's Ill- getting for his birthday. <laughs> the illustration is by Skylar Wells, in case anyone right. wants to look look that up i like i actually really like that there's not a lot that you know will actually put the like who it was that was the artist on these and i love that they have the illustrations by skylar wells and the design for it is plasm p-l-a-z-m that's really cool that they did that i like that that's awesome that's really cool and it is a delicious tasty beer or george does some good stuff i'm not gonna lie yep all right chris what you got so instead of going with the regular tower station i have the turbo Tower Station by Mother Road, <laughs> which is the Imperial IPA brewed with mango and natural flavors. Ew. It says, Interesting. Hot Rodders I- modified the 32 Deuce for performance, and now we're done the same with our beloved Tower Station IPA. We brewed this modified tower with mango, mosaic, citra, and Eldorado hop varieties. This sale clocks in at 9.1% ABV, so enjoy this when the driving is done. I mean, that- mango sounds interesting to me, but it's Tower. You can't yeah. go really go wrong. Chris, yeah, Chris is just like Mango Tower yeah. Station. Mango? It's like my two favorite things. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that, that mango in my beer. The two guys that I was up in uh, uh, Flagstaff like two weeks ago, and they had uh, Lost Highway back on draft. <gasps> and I was just like, fuck yes, I've been waiting years for you guys to bring it back. And it's like, well, it's back, and it's been super popular. I was like, awesome, I will have the biggest cup you can give of me, because that sounds amazing. He goes, yeah, it's been really good. Let me get that for you. Mm-hmm. Turns around and blows the keg. And he's like, shit, I'm going to go change up the keg real fast. And I was like, no problem, worth waiting. I'm glad to get a fresh like fresh keg. Sounds great. Nope, we're out. Fuck! <laughs> I knew exactly where you're going. As soon as he blew out that keg, I'm like, oh no. No. But I still haven't had any. I was so mad. I was just like, this is the best beer. Do you ever need to go? And he's like, no. And I was like, any in cans? And he's like, no. And I was like, bring them in cans. <laughs> go to the other storage. I know that it's over there. Go to the other storage and get me fucking cans. Fucking Lost Highway. Because it was your only beer that I was just like, Head over heels about. I mean, you're a good brewery. Don't get me wrong, Mother Road. You're a good brewery. But Lost Highway was your best beer by far. I don't give a fuck what everyone says about Tower Station. That's like uh, uh, um, Starbucks bragging that the pumpkin spice latte is great. Sure, of course. Everyone mm-hmm. loves a PSL. I understand. But it's mm-hmm. not why I'm coming here. <laughs> Wait, why are you going to Starbucks? I don't know. Because my <laughs> wife brought me. <laughs> Okay, so speaking of Starbucks, so <laughs> so Shannon swings by there uh, the other day on her way back from dropping Ronan off at school. It was like uh, it was like two Fridays ago, and she's like she's asking me what I want, and I'm like, uh, just get me a dirty chai latte, like a hot dirty chai latte. So she goes she goes to order, and she goes, yeah, I'll get a dirty chai latte with an extra shot, and the girl's like, uh. <laughs> you uh you want chai latte with and she's like yeah with two shots okay <laughs> and then just, so she does it like she gets the she gets a drink i'm like all right she brings it she brings it home i she doesn't taste it or anything like that because it's mine i taste it and take another sip then i walk into the office or into our bedroom which is shannon's office and I go, taste this. And she tastes it. And she's like, it tastes like nothing. 
And I'm like, okay, good. So I'm not having like this weird COVID moment where I <laughs> got COVID but didn't get any of the symptoms but lost my taste. And my thought process is that this girl for a, a dirty chai latte with two shots thought she meant two pumps of chai in a venti chai latte and i got no cow no coffee in it so it was like the weakest chai latte <laughs> so you're literally off. dirty water <laughs> yeah, I, I was so pissed well, your water extra dirty <laughs> yeah spit in a little bit <laughs> so she goes I mean, to this other that, one i guess she goes to this other one closer to his school on friday and she brings it to me and she, she gives me a tall instead of a venti which i'm not i wasn't very happy about that <laughs> but it at least tasted like chai and coffee so <laughs> i was so pissed though i'm like fuck i didn't make any coffee i didn't do anything specifically because of this and now i have no coffee or at least i have that to is, go downstairs and make coffee that is the worst feeling when you're just like i i want coffee i thought i had coffee and now i have no coffee and now i yeah. have dirty milk I have dirty milk water. Yes. <laughs> All right. Extra spit. Extra spit. Extra spit. Mm, Hopefully not extra spit. <laughs> I don't want spit. Be All right. <laughs> Let's get this <laughs> big. Let's get to news, everybody. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Video game podcast. Video Benimo game, game, game podcast. podcast. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's let's just jump around here. Uh, wait, Chris, I don't understand what you added in there. <laughs> I didn't what add it in this? there. The MK1 one? No, oh, that yeah. wasn't me. Oh, yeah, that was me. Jason? <laughs> oh, yeah. All it seen? says is... It oh, yeah, says, I saw this one. MK1 switch screenshots make me tee hee. <laughs> really looking. Just accurate. <laughs> like it's like it's, it's so like bad. obviously obviously nobody was expecting like the MK1 game to come out on both PlayStation 5, the Xbox One, uh, Series X and the Switch and look the exact same across all three. Nobody had any delusions mm -hmm. that the Switch one was going to be dumbed down so to say and stuff like that. But man, oh man, you look at those comparison photos and it's just like, oof, big oof there, man, <laughs> on how like, it almost makes me sad on how much more development time they spent making this game just be able to barely run on the Switch just for what? Like, if there's anything that I can imagine not wanting to play on the Switch on, it'd be a twitchy fighting game. <laughs> I think, mm -hmm. go with me on this. But the reason is, is because Smash Brothers still doesn't have rollback netcode and they really wanted to get to that fighting community that actually like a lot of Smash Bros do actually like Mortal Kombat. So they're just like, whatever, we'll just, you know, release an ugly version. People play on the Switch anyways. They're used to ugly. It's fine. <laughs> so then they just put it out, which makes total sense to me. It's also ridiculously stupid, but it makes total sense. Yeah. To your point, like people are going to uh, um, buy the game if they're interested in that game anyway, because it's, it's not like you're buying Mortal Kombat because you're like, I can't wait to experience the best graphics that anything can provide. And it's just like, mm -hmm. I like seeing violence and gore and I like a fighting game. And you got it, I guess, so to say, so to say, like, it, it's just like the people don't even look the same. 
I, I have. I think you're you're mildly wrong on one point. People okay, do ready. go to Mortal Kombat because they want to see good graphics and actually like some of like mm-hmm. some really good character models. People don't go to the Nintendo Switch because they want to see good graphics and amazing, <laughs> amazing visuals because you're not going to get it in most games. And as we talked about, Tears of the sorry, Tears of the Kingdom Earth. looks like crap. Earth. It looks like shit. I don't care what people say. That game looks like crap. It is a muddy, muddy mess. Now what are you laughing at? I'm, I'm looking at more screenshots, man. This thing's like busting oh, me up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you're listening to the podcast, Google MK1 Switch and just apparently go laugh your asses off at it because Jason can't help himself. <laughs> Dude, I can't even, I can't even contain myself. But in fair point, Eric, you know, like yes, you're not getting it for on the Switch for graphical powerhousing. Sure, I guess that if you're wanting to see the character models and stuff like that, I don't think I don't think anybody like the core group of of fighting people, I don't think are going for that. They're going for the competitive spirit. That's why uh, Street Fighter has been so popular for so long. It's taking so long to get the newer ones adapted into hardcore because everyone's just like, nah, Street Fighter 2 is still the GOAT. Oh, why would I move from it? Mm-hmm. Because it, it does everything that you need it to do. And so, like, that's why I'm just like, yeah, the fighters are, I get it. You're, you're, you got your thing, you got your stuff going on, and that's what you're going to be geared into. I just think this is just wild to me that they're just like, this will get them. Like, this will bring them over to our side. I, I don't like, no, it's hilarious just looking at this. It might, you never know. Either way, eh, don't, don't play fighting games on the Switch unless it has to be Super Smash Brothers. Like, that's, that's it. No, every other fighting game, play it on another console that has more power can back it up can back up the network infrastructure necessary for it like just do that well i mean mm-hmm. I, the, the, the super smash brothers i wouldn't even categorize as a, a typical fighting game as a brawler in my opinion and, and it's just like yeah. the what made yeah. uh super smash brothers so great is because it's exceedingly accessible like it takes five seconds to learn every command for every character ever and only like you know difficult to master difficult to get down the time difficult to get all the stuff like that and that's what sets it apart so you have like a very wide audience for super smash brothers hence great success moral combat on the other side is not geared for that it is just like hey if you want to learn all the combos too fucking bad we're not going to tell you them figure it the fuck out and uh um you know you got to be precise you know, they you tell you, right you pause the game and it goes in and it yeah. shows you all the combos. Yeah, you have to go figure it out. Like I said, <laughs> yeah, you gotta go, you gotta go look well, that's it. how Smash is. Smash doesn't tell you shit. You have yeah, to go into training like, mode. <laughs> push, push forward A, push push forward B. Okay, that's like 80% of your game. There you go. <laughs> Z, if you want to do something cool sometimes. <laughs> well, when you get the special orb, you got to get that orb. And other, mm-hmm. you know, you only if you kick it like eight times. You'll always kick it on the seventh time. Your your friend will kick it on the eighth time. <laughs> oh. Anyway, yeah, right. yeah, Mortal Kombat is a little bit more in, in depth. And I can't imagine trying to do this on a Joy-Con. So oh, just God, like, no. Get out, yeah. get out of oh, town. Fuck get out of town. that. Oh, God. That would be horrible. It's already it's bad so enough horrible. trying to do anything on the on the Joy-Con, let alone that. Plus, God. I wonder All how right. long this game takes to load. Sorry, I'm going to stop. I'll stop. Oh, that's oh already, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's going to take forever to load. Well, maybe not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They dumped it down so much that maybe it won't take forever to load. But that brings us to the news art- or news headline that is just above this on our things, that the next Switch may only match PS4 and Xbox One in power. So this is stemming from a lot of news that at Gamescom there were actual like behind the scenes uh demonstrations of the of the switch like the next switch uh 
switch to whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, and that Activision had been hearing specs come to them from Nintendo so that they could try like making games mm-hmm. that go with like making a Call of Duty that goes into it. And the thing that really irritates the crap out of me is if they're only PS4 and Xbox One power and not PS4 Pro and Xbox one x xbox the xbox xbox (laughs) in performance that's the thing that i think will piss me off the most is if it's just straight up what fucking year was the ps4 2012 dude yeah we're pushing like 10 10 years already Mm -hmm. like it's easy yeah a long ass time ago they still have an end of life cycle ps4 so i mean that you can at least have that going on it's close but it's, it's close. Yeah, it's it's a year or two away. Like right when the yeah. Switch comes out or Switch Two comes out, it'll be end of life cycle for this generation anyway. And then every single collective developer is gonna groan, being like, "Damn it, we have to keep our old fucking like uh uh um engines yeah, engines around." Thank you. Yeah, you have to keep your old engines around just so they can run on the Switch. Uh, and then you're also gonna have to port over the nice pretty stuff into like you're gonna have to downport it into that shitty ass engine. Which, if that's the case, they're still not utilizing as much power as NVIDIA can do with the Tegra processors. Nowhere near the amount. If they're going to be just as powerful as the launch PS4 and the launch Xbox One. PS4 launched November 15th, 2013. So we're coming right up on 10 years. So yeah, it was it was a uh, yeah twenty thirteen when they yep. first like early twenty thirteen when they first announced it yeah that was fuck yeah because that was February twenty twenty thirteen when they announced it that was like their first like announcement for it and then they showed everything off it at E three God damn that was twenty thirteen that they did the whole like how to share games on a on a PlayStation like skin uh, at E three yes that like was. No. I feel like that was 2014 because I feel like it was already out because that was making fun of the Xbox and Xbox came out uh, the following year. Maybe, maybe. When did that come out? No, yeah, June 2013. You're right. Yeah, I was gonna say it was. It was the same. It was the same mm-hmm. year. They they didn't like come out a year later. That was the 360 that came out a year later. That you're right. And I'm too old. Promptly murdered itself every <laughs> step one. 16 months. <laughs> <laughs> step one. Red Ridge. Hand your friend your con your game. Step two. (laughs) There's no step two. It's it's thumbs up and everyone's smiling and happy, (laughs) which you can still do with the PS5. I mean, that's I still need to I need to steal a game from Jason so that I I can maybe play it. I don't know. I'm finishing up one game right now and then I'm going to play another game that came out this year so that I can see if it's got contendership towards the end of the year or not um but yeah it's that's that's vastly underwhelming if that is the case when it finally comes out i mean the biggest thing is the portability and you know sony's again shooting themselves in the foot with their portable thing that they're coming out with who gives a shit about and so nintendo still has the market completely cornered so why not just be like, hey, here's the next iteration of a handheld portable. I mean, no one complained when it was a Super Nintendo and shit like that. And you could play on your Game Boy, which was nowhere near the power of anything else. It's just like, yeah, here's a way to play video games handheld. So as long as you get the Switch the same way, you can. And then Yeah, but the problem that's... with that is that's that's you're referring to only in handheld. 
And if it's still only PS4 quality when you put it on your television, that's I mean, the problem. I, I imagine, I imagine yeah. it's not going to change anything from what it is right now. I mean, just like Tours of the Kingdom looks like dick on handheld and looks like ass in TV mode. So, I mean, you put them together and you got dick and ass and that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I but dick again, that is that is Speaking the problem, of tours, though. Speaking of turns, turning it up right there. You know what I'm saying? You I know? don't want that. What? <laughs> That's the problem. The is I don't want right it to look like shit. I want them to actually do something that's going to be good and have some actual performance with it. And we have seen viable performance in PC gaming at that size. Right. But I think mm -hmm. you're right. Because at the end of the day, even the viable PC performance, we're not even like sacrificing or it's not like it's $600 to buy these things. It's still switch comparable pricing. So it's not like the switch has mm -hmm. got the market being like, well, ours is only like 200 bucks, which it is for like the switch light, but still it's not like, yeah, like you could easily just be like, look, we're going to give you like great graphics. It's going to be a little bit beefier and it's portable and it's Nintendo. And people would be like, holy shit. Absolutely. I'll spend 600 bucks on that. Why not? <sighs> but it's not, yeah, it's probably not going to be 600. Well, not, no, not, 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 yeah. a, not for a PS4 that I can put in my pocket. It won't be $600, yeah. but uh, um, it'll still be 300. I imagine at least 350. So yeah, it's probably gonna be 399. You think four, probably. you think they're going to push it to the four. I think they might push mm, it to four. Pushing it to four. Is be dude, bad. they're still selling that OLED for 350. And that's and just a, pricing. oh yeah. That's the other thing is that, uh, the other rumors are that it's not going to have an OLED screen. Why would they still? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's <See? dumb. laughs> It's actually bigger this time, guys. Sorry, we put a CRT on it. Wh wh <laughs> why? So They're going to go back to the LCD. LCD. We can sell you the LCD version later on, and then the OLED version <laughs> later on again. <laughs> Get you buy this thing three times, motherfuckers. Absolutely. <laughs> Why not? People people bought a people switch. People do it. People do it. Then yeah. they bought a then they bought a newer version of a switch that had better battery life. And they bought a switch light. And then they're like, oh, I got this. I get this one with this like brighter screen that I never use it in handheld mode because I hate cramping my hands, so I only use it on my television. But if I ever really feel like going somewhere with it. I have a brighter screen with prettier colors to mm. make my games mm -hmm. look even shittier. <laughs> my, my wife and I only play our switches in handheld. I don't bother on my TV because it's just oh, no. like I have things for that. Yeah, you do. Most people, though, they're just like, yeah, I, I, it sits in the dock. <laughs> and that brighter mm -hmm. screen that I paid an extra $50 for does dick for me. Yeah, so. Uh, but yeah, then you have to get like the special TERS edition. Mm. No, they'll probably come out with the Ters edition. Gotta have the Ters. It'll be a Ters edition, like <laughs> right off the bat. It'll be Ters. So the question is, is when we're gonna hear about this? And if they follow suit with what they did with the Switch, they're going to do an announcement October, and then it will launch in March. Which everyone's saying that the impending date is, or the impending like target date is March or April of next year. So we should, if we don't hear anything about it within the next like month or two, trying to get people hyped to get them to maybe not buy another console for holiday season, which is, I think the whole reason why they did that initial like announcement in October, the first time around, mm -hmm. um, if we don't hear anything about it soon, then it's not going to happen by the time frame that everyone's saying it is. Because they, they need to have ramp up time. They need to have hype time. They need to get that hype cycle moving 
before they actually just straight up and like release the console out. Well, I mean, with I, uh, uh, Nintendo saying we're not even going to bother with DLC for Tours of the Kingdom, like that makes all the more mm-hmm. sense. Just like oh, because yeah. we're already working on ass dick and ass portable. <laughs> well, we already knew dick that and they, ass pro, and it's mm. it obviously <laughs> yes. The Switch Two, as we've said many times, is going to come out eventually. People have been talking about it for years. It's going to come out next year. It's going to come out next year. It's going to come out next year. And every time we're like, shut the fuck up. It's not coming out yet. We would have heard about it by now. But now it will be coming out eventually. The question is when. So we'll have to wait and see. All right. Uh, Sony's state of play was uh, last week, and it was a bit of a downer, except Tales of Arise expansion. And that's literally it. Like everything else that I was watching, I'm like, yay, Ghostbusters VR game. More stuff about Spider-Man, which is going to be cool. Yeah, more stuff about stuff that we already knew. There wasn't anything groundbreaking. I was excited about Tales of Arise expansion because that was one of those games that I just couldn't stop playing in Platinum. But I'm saddened only because the expand the DLC is coming out because the uh, I don't remember who said it, but the director was just like, "No, we're not making a sequel. Like it's not happening anymore." So they're just giving us a DLC to wrap up the storyline because it was kind of open ended at the end. So I'm yeah. kind of sad about that. But you know, it's they don't usually have sequels to Tales games, so no. it's not. It wasn't surprising when he said that. It's like, yeah. Sequels aren't necessarily... What the hell are you doing, Jason? I'm trying to open the door, and the dog's going nuts out there. To go open the door. I'm going to go open that one. I was not... I'm trying not to... He's like, he's like walking over to the door. He's trying to take his microphone with him, but he doesn't have a long enough USB cable for it. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, it makes sense, because they don't really do sequels to Arise games, or to Tales games. So, you know, it, that all makes sense yeah. in, in that instance. In fact, I think this is the first expansion that they would have done for I a think Tales it is game too. too. That, that, mm-hmm. that, because I was really excited. They're just like, holy crap, they're going to like have to continue the story in some way, shape, or form. There's going to be actual continuation. And, uh, um, yeah, then they're like, nah, we're not going to do that actually. Here's a DLC for you to it's, just be like, it's aliens. Bye bye. I think it's sold well, but not well enough to get a full sequel. I think that that's what it, what it comes down to is like, because people in a lot of cases won't just straight up pick up the sequel to a game if they didn't play the first one. So it's much harder to get that audience to go with it. So I think that they were looking at the numbers and like, okay, we're probably not going to sell as many as we want to of the sequel. So let's just make it make it DLC. Speaking of which, it, you know, it does piss me off a little bit, like as a segue there, is that what? they're all like Sony is and Square Enix are like pushing really hard that you don't have to play a uh, uh, Final Fantasy Rebirth in order to enjoy, or not Rebirth, uh, Final Fantasy Remake in order to enjoy Rebirth. And it's just like, you can jump right in it too. I'm just like, no, don't do that. Like, we, we, like, if there's any game (laughs) that should, like, be like, you have to get the first one to play the second one, it should be the Final Fantasy Remake. Like, it's just like, the entire purpose that you're making this is to be like, look, we're going to remake this game for all the people that love it. People talk about it all the time. The last thing you need to do is bastardize it even further and be like, hey, you don't have to worry about it. We'll we'll give you another Advent Children to explain. Jump on into number two. It's just <sighs> like, go play the first game. Bugs me mm-hmm. so much. That and the fact that they announced that your save data will not transfer. Right. Will not. Well, I, fig- I you, figured this no aspect of it other than it sees your save data. And it gives you like if you have save data from 
the regular first game, you get one summon, and then if you have it from the second game, you get another summon. And I think it's uh, Leviathan and Ramu, maybe? I don't remember. I don't remember, what the, but I know it was Leviathan and another one. Um, and that's... It's really annoying. And that was what that was what we, we called it a long time ago. I'm like, there's no way that your save data is going to transfer. But right. getting confirmation that that's the case is yeah. just really annoying. Like, I didn't you know Santa's not right. real. But then when you <laughs> see your dad walking through the house, and you're just like, fuck, now it sucks. He didn't even have the decency to put on a fucking costume. He know, walked right? out with a box of presents. Not even a bag. So no costume, no bag. It's just a box. And then he sat there. He farted like six times while he was putting them underneath the tree. And he smelled like bourbon. And he threw away the cookies. Didn't even fucking eat them. No, he didn't even eat them. Didn't I actually saw him. He snapped it in half, threw away the bulk of it, and it just went nibble, 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 nibble. Rubbed him on his penis first for some reason. <laughs> for some I mean, reason. Like why would you? Why would I mean, that sounds like a part to me. Me, Dad. <laughs> and that's, that's how I think about your cookies. <laughs> <laughs> that's so horrible. Oh, I love it. So bad. Just, I love the, it. just the thought of someone going, going like, man, fuck these cookies, rubbing them on their junk, and then going, oh, yeah, I have to take a bite of this. <laughs> Like, like the whole idea of nobody's watching. Now. Like nobody's watching, and he's still <laughs> to do that. <laughs> Why would you do this? Oh fuck! Oh, because he was he was really he was really pissed off at your mom. That's what it yeah. was. He was so pissed off. He's like, "I'll oh. show you what I think of your fucking bacon." These suck. Oh, <laughs> Sides hurt. Even my hilarious. own, even my own cock tastes better than this. Merry <laughs> <laughs> <Even at> Christmas! <laughs> oh my god! Oh Jesus! You ungrateful uh, bastards! Okay, uh, Resident Evil Four VR mode. Blah 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 blah. Um, yay! We we get new bright colors for the. They call it the Deep Earth Collection. It's stupid for the the PS5. So stupid. It's like super bright red, super bright blue, and then gray, which I thought was just the old school playstation one but who knows um I'm curious like are people actually buying this stuff i have like, zero just, idea like it's just like other than like, the spider-man I, I remember ones. i remember thinking just like mm-hmm. yeah i can get a black one maybe just like make it like blend back in with all my other consoles and shit like that or whatever but then at the end of the day nah, i don't give a shit it's just like i'm not like it maybe feels like 10 15 bucks but it's just like nah you know would you like to have a game or one of these chunks of plastic. Mm-hmm. It's just like, no, I don't care enough. I don't care enough. Yeah, I, I, I've i gotten all excited about all these different ones, like with the black ones when they first came out, and it's still a giant white mass yep. sitting on my the L of my desk right underneath the television over here. It's I, I just never bought, I never did it. And I also bought two controllers already when I first got it, so I've never bought one of the colored ones. Like, I'll probably buy a colored one for, like, a second controller for Ronin's PS5 downstairs, but that's about it. Yep. Um, Star Rails, I a black we, have, we finally have... Do what? I bought, I bought a, a black, black controller. One. Yeah. See, I, I would like a black controller. I'd like one of the Spider-Man ones, actually. Like, that would be what I would really like to get, but good luck getting those with all the fucking scalpers. I wanted the Final dead. Fantasy 16 one, but same reason. Oh, yeah. It's like, huh, mm-hmm. Japan only. No, it's it. stupid. Um, Held, or Ghost Runner 2, it's cool. Uh... 
the avatar game actually looked like i at watching that i went holy shit they actually made quasi like interesting story for avatar because the movies suck <laughs> yeah <laughs> that story had at least a little modicum of thought into it but that's about it and baby steps which everyone had already talked about and oh yeah star rail star rail is finally coming out on october 11th on the playstation so you can jason's now going to get sucked into honkai star rail on his ps5 uh and foam stars has an open beta when i got to the foam stars section i just totally skipped over it i was like oh yeah don't care (laughs) I, I, i had to pause it like I, I had to pause the live stream to go pick up Ronan from school. I got back. I was like, all right, let's see what else is on this. Hit play and immediately went into Foam Stars. I'm like, well, it's a good thing I can skip. Yep. <laughs> so pissed. All right. But that's it. That that's that's literally all. Like it it was very underwhelming. Um, which also then reminds you as to why they didn't really do much around summer game fest, not E3. Uh, but yeah, man, that was just horrible. Speaking of E3, though, Reed Pop and the ESA have now parted ways, which Reed Pop is the same people that have been putting on packs for a while with Penny Arcade, cast further doubt on whether or not E3 is actually ever going to happen again. And the and why did they have to part ways with Reed Pop? What the fuck is going on with the ESA that they couldn't do E3 this last year? They already canceled 2024 and then they got rid of the company that like has a history of doing actual good conventions. Like what the fuck is going on with them? No idea, man. Hookers and blow, man. Hookers and blow. Hookers and blow. Well, the hope is the hope is that they realize that they're like, okay, we're not going to do a fan type thing ever again. We're going to scale E3 down. And it's literally going to be mostly just meetings and demos. And then maybe have another like, so they take like the whole LA convention center, let's say like this, this would be my thought is you have one, you have two sections. You have that regular, like small meeting area that we had and all the rooms and everything like that. And you have one of the, the halls be designated to just media and industry. And you go in and you do stuff. And then you have the other hall be like something that you open to the public. Like that would be my my thought. I, I think that like if they really want to, they need to abolish what made E3 E3, which was like all the, the fancy booths and all that stuff like that and whatever and jazz. Mm-hmm. And just be like, look, it's just informational. And if you want to bring into the general public... Maybe I think that you just have a bunch of the you just take what they're doing right now, which is a bunch of different theaters and just being like, look, here's where we can do our presentations and stuff like that. And then maybe have that be open and then you can have your offsite meetings and all that stuff like that uh, behind the scenes or whatever. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, in this digital age, you don't need to congregate somewhere to to see releases and stuff like that. Everyone can see stuff just online just fine. So you don't need to have like a big presser or or not presser, but a big location to come see that stuff. You can definitely just be like the face to face meetings are the thing. And that's why I'm saying like that's why I'm saying like you do you you still do the convention hall and you do like it's mostly meetings and then you just have one that if people want to do like big booths and have be open to the public and whatnot 
then they can go there. I don't see that happening either, just from like a cost standpoint. Like everyone's cutting costs like crazy and charging a lot more for everything. So, I mean, like Mm -hmm. if you could just as easily, like shit, think about like, what was it, two years ago, three years ago, in the middle of uh, COVID, we did a E3 with uh, Nipponichi Software and uh, uh, they had us do just Discord. It was just like, hey, join us in this Discord. I'm going to do demos. You can ask me questions. It's all live. You know, let's watch some videos together. What'd you think? What, What FAQs you have? I'll answer whatever you want. And that worked out pretty well for what it was. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we didn't get any hands-on time because you can't quite do it yet. But, I mean, the way that things are going, probably be able to be like, hey, cool, here's a demo code. So I'm going to work for 15 minutes and have at it. And, mm-hmm. you know, then then you don't need to have a convention center. You don't need to have all that glitz and glam and jazz like that. Do I agree as an old man that face-to-face meetings allow you to really get some business done? Of course. But mm-hmm. in this day and age, it's not what's happening anymore. So it's not so much that it's like that gets that allows you to get some work done. But it's also the because like part of what when we go to E3 and when we were doing it and yeah. we're not the only ones. There's a lot of people that do this when they go. They come across the games that they don't normally. And that's the big thing about it is being able yeah. to walk through and see and then stop and ask questions because you're not like we're going to schedule out time with big developers and I'll, I'll say NIS is a fairly big developer. Like they, they make a lot mm-hmm. of games and they make a lot of money off of those games. So we'll schedule time with those ones, but it's the smaller devs that we have stopped and played their games or stopped to talk to them that that's where the face to face really like works well. But that's where that's where you have the other things come up that's going to be able to rise from this. E3 should be the big things. Just be like, hey, here's where the announcements are. You know, it's the Golden Globes and bullshit or whatever Oscars, whatever you want to say for that. It's not an award show, but you know what I mean? And then you can have like all the other small ones. Like we had the uh, fuck. What was the one where you uh, the the game on not the game on it so the meeting one where it's just like all indie devs we went to like that hotel the mix uh, um the mix you know so like you have stuff like that that you could then be hey we're gonna have our own stuff we're gonna have our own things and you have a chance for not only small indie developers to put stuff out there you have a chance for small indie uh publishers and uh stuff like that to be able to join in and media consoles like us so i mean like it, it definitely i think opens up the path for that a little bit more uh, still, I think that it'll be all digital. I don't think that you're going to see a whole bunch of stuff, but you'll have more of opportunities of like, hey, during E3 or after E3, we're going to have all these different little conferences that you can attend, maybe depending on how public we want it to be. And if you get pre-approved, it could still be all digital. Mm-hmm. You can then like do a virtual walkthrough of being like, let's check out all these games and whatever, and you'd be fine. Yeah, and but they well, still do the mix. Like they still do the yeah. the indie media exchange. Like that still happens at other conventions. The only problem is, is that I don't want to go to fucking PAX. Like I don't want to go to a convention convention to do that. I want to go to something that I don't have to worry about it being a sweaty con. I want something that I can go to where actual work is going to happen. And I don't have to sit there and be like cramped. Or worry, worry too much. I mean, obviously we still have problems, but worry too much about people not shit, not showering for days. Like I want to have like a regular, more of a structured business setup. And you get that with uh, GDC, but then you also have to go to fucking San Francisco. GDC is not cheap because just staying at a place in San Francisco yeah. is fucking expensive. Like it's way worse than going to uh, than going to E3 in LA. Like it is so fucking expensive to stay in San Francisco. Like that's the biggest gate as to why we've and never gone to GDC. 
And no Coco Ichibanyo. <laughs> yes, there's no Coco. Or I mean, HMS Bounty. There is there is a very, very amazing Chinatown <laughs> section. Yeah, I think we'd be able to San find San Francisco. Oh, yeah, I know, I know, I know. And no HMS Bounty. I like going well, we to San find Francisco, some good food. especially for the food. The only problem yeah. is that it's fucking expensive. Like even staying, I had to go for a, a meeting with Nintendo and we were staying outside of Redwood City, which is still a southern suburb of San Francisco itself. And it was fucking expensive to stay at a motel, a motel where our doors opened up to the elements, like not even a hotel <laughs> where you have a hallway that you open up to. No, you open straight up to the parking lot. And that was not cheap. I had to book that and I felt real bad booking me and the CEO to stay at a motel. And I was like, dude, it's only for one night though. And he's like, that's fine. Don't worry about it. (laughs) I'm like, I can't bring myself for us to pay $800 in hotels for a night for one business trip. Like that's just bullshit. I digress. Cheapskate. (laughs) Uh, Ubisoft's free to play X Defiant has been delayed indefinitely due to console certification. Only this were being made by a developer that has had years of developing video games and publishing them on Xbox and PlayStation platforms. Like, that's the biggest problem is that yeah. they just don't have this experience. <laughs> they don't know what's going to come up. They don't know these questions that Microsoft and Sony are going to ask them. And these weird, arbitrary, like crazy, like requirements that are going to be. Oh, wait, they should know. They should. I, I just I just like the idea that it's like <laughs> you fa- like flashback to uh, uh, like the meeting where someone's just like, how do we fuck this up? What the hell happened? And then someone just leans into someone and goes. Don't we just say Assassin's Creed and people give us money? I've I don't I don't get this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying Creed to find space? I'm trying to find the conversation that Chris and I actually had about this because it was great. <laughs> give me one second. I'm gonna find it. It's it's gonna come up and it's gonna be great. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how could they not know it wasn't up to snuff? So dumb. And Chris goes, yeah, you know, a major publisher that has been through this process several times before. To which I said, I don't know. Have they? <laughs> Certainly not lately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the renewal was tied to uh, mm-hmm. uh, Bones. Well, Bone Thugs and Skull Harmony. Skull and Bones. Sc- Skull oh, Bones. Thank you. Dude, that beta looked like fucking dog shit. When they ran that sure. that next like round of beta <laughs> mm-hmm. on like and they allowed people to stream it, I popped into one of the streams. I was like, oh, like I like this streamer. They're they're pretty good. I'll I'll watch them. They were playing it. It looked so fucking bad. It was so horrendous. I was like, no, no, oh my god. It literally did. It looked it looked like it was like a PS3 title. It's horrible. But yeah, way to go, uh, Ubisoft. You guys are just hemorrhaging money. Uh, okay, Steam has turned 20 years old. 20 years old. So old. The platform that was made so that you could buy Half-Life has turned 20 years old, everybody. And they have now commemorated it by giving everybody that was with them since the beginning a special badge. And that's pretty much it. (laughs) Heaven forbid you got a discount code or anything, but (laughs) you get a badge. Mm -hmm. Chris 
is really close. What were you? You're right. 19 years and uh, six months yeah. or four months, something like that. Well, I think, no, I think I hit, I'll hit my 20 years, like on the 26th of this month. I think is it that close? It I, I didn't know. I, uh, I think it is. Yeah. Cause I got it like right when it oh, came yeah, out. Oh no, yeah. Remember, like remember since September 26th, 2003. Yeah. That's right. Oh yeah, because it said you have the 19 year badge right now. So yeah. he's getting Chris is gonna get so a get fancy badge. Yeah, look at that. Way to go, been, Chris. No, I was G. delayed. I was I was the one I was the one sharing the old gif of the steam emblem ramming into some guy's ass with DRM. That's what I was doing for a full year because oh. my badge is 19, and it's not until September 15th of 2004. <laughs> so I spent a whole year fighting the man. Yeah. And, the man one. I was like, well, I get like all the old Half-Life and Counter-Strike games and spin-offs for free, so I'll download it. <laughs> I was still only buying physical for the longest fucking time, so I have a 14-year badge. But I also was doing more console as well too. Like yeah. I had a I had a PC that I could play games on for a little while and then I just stopped playing PC games and then I picked it up again roughly about 14 years ago. <laughs> and then I fell off again. <laughs> now I picked it back up. It's it's just one of those things of like when do I when do I want to spend discretionary funds to upgrade a PC, which is getting more and more expensive by the year now. By the minute, yeah. dude. But anyways, congratulations, Steam, for turning twenty and people that have gotten their twenty year badges. Way to go! Congratulations. Uh, let's see here. Uh, in amazing news, this is probably the best news possible for Jason. Scientists in China have developed the world's slipperiest toilet bowl. <laughs> <laughs> to which you say, why the fuck does this matter? Well, the reason why toilet bowls get dirty is because feces and urine stick to them. This is meant to be like industrial grade, like hydrophobia. <laughs> to where nothing sticks to it and it all just slides off. <laughs> for those of you that don't remember from previous podcasts, we continually make fun of Jason for pooping before the podcast starts. <laughs> gotta be gotta be podcast ready. Yeah. It's a good time to poop. He has it like I, I'm like clockwork. It's like first thing in the morning. Jason for some reason is right before he hops on for the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I guess it's like a post dinner poop. Yeah, is that I right? Walk the I eat dinner, walk the dog, take a poop, do a podcast. <laughs> clockwork, baby, clockwork, clockwork, <laughs> like like fucking clockwork. But four years so old and regular shit. Yeah, we got this life down. All right. <laughs> he, he drinks Madame Usel every day. Every day. <laughs> Every That's what day. this really is. It's not even whiskey. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, if you don't remember news from about a year ago, well, Bungie has finally won their court case against a cheater to which they, they have, have to pay a $500,000 fine. They are, they are actually like legally banned from Destiny 2 and they have restraining orders against them due to their... Uh, this is the same guy that was like a year ago who was threatening employees and whatnot over everything so fuck that guy congratulations bungie i don't like where this heads for legal stuff but that guy's a dick this definitely opens up some fucking doorways for legal like repercussions on things that i don't like at all 
But if this guy wasn't such a fucking asshat, I would be rooting for him. But instead, I'm rooting for Bungie in this because that guy was a fucking piece of shit. Uh, let's see here. Framework. And this is actually still happening. Framework is selling main boards for dirt cheap. If you don't know what the frameworks are, frameworks are laptops that you can buy and you can upgrade and do everything. And they basically, they're committed to making motherboards be the same size so that you can continually upgrade your laptop with either a new processor, new GPU, things like that. Well, they've found or they realized that they had like a larger stockpile of some of their boards than others. So they started selling them for cheap and you could, you could buy an i5 for $199. That includes the motherboard the cooling system and the CPU, uh, but they're sold out of those, but they have two I sevens going for two ninety nine and three ninety nine that you can still get on there. The cool thing about it is that they just run off of USB C. So you can do a lot of really cool shit with these uh, DIY perks, which is a, a YouTube channel that I watch. He actually at one point just bought mainboard parts and built like his own portable system where he just, kind of took everything and and like put it in how he wanted it so that then he could utilize it for things that he needed to do. Like there's so many really cool things that you can do beyond just a laptop with these frameboard pieces. So if anyone's looking to build a system or like make some crazy contraption, even if you wanted to use it for like, like a weird ass NAS, you could, and you can buy like a pretty powerful system to do that with for $299. So just go to the framework website and you can buy it. That's pretty cool. That's not sponsored I mean, or anything. Yeah. That was just pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Like I, I didn't even take it that way. I was just kind of like, yeah, that's actually kind of neat. Uh, um, Cause yeah, I mean, like we just said, stuff's getting more and more expensive. So you get, if you can't afford crap, best get handy. And sure. It's a laptop processor, but a laptop i7 is still pretty good performance. I mean, you're not going to get like the yeah. greatest performance, but you could do a lot of cool ass shit with a 299 like i7 board like with an igpu on it if you're not going to do any gaming think of like some of the weird shit that you could just do with that for just like display purposes and things like that like there's a lot of cool things that you can do i don't want to give anybody ideas though all right <laughs> uh <laughs> um i'm gonna keep that one for a little bit later uh in hilarious news a software update brought down 14 toyota factories <laughs> A couple of weeks ago for an error of insufficient disk space. (laughs) So the the software update was supposed to like purge, like purge the old stuff and purge its install. And it was a fairly large update. And apparently it didn't purge any of that. And it just completely filled up all of their hard drives. Absolutely. I feel really bad for the employees that had to get sent home that weren't going to be able to make cars and stuff like that. But that shit's funny. (laughs) What IT guy like rolled this out and just totally botched it to where it knocked down like pretty much the entire North American production system. Dude, the amount of times that I have to have repeat conversations with people that we shouldn't make big releases on a Friday because no one's going to be checking it over a weekend is astonishing still to this day. So it doesn't shock me at any way. If everyone's just like, should I deploy this at Friday at 5 p.m.? Anybody here? Yeah, I'm going to deploy do it. it. Let me know. Do it. Let me know if anything goes wrong. Deployed. All right. Well, time to go. I'm going to go for the weekend. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to keep Boy. my uh, UB key, so I'm the only one that can fix this, but I'm going to go head up to the mountains where I don't have any self-service. Okay, bye. 
And I'm going on vacation. Going I worked vacation, so hard yeah. to finish all this before I went on vacation. Exactly. 100%, <laughs> dude. It, like, I mean, we're all joking, but these are like legit conversations. Oh, no, this, yeah, this is legit yeah. shit that happens. This is legit shit that happens. I mean, I left a company and I, I like had to make sure, though, that I got an email transition completely out because we were switching to a completely different platform, got all of that set. And I had to stick around for a couple of days after that deployment to make sure that all the shit worked and we didn't have any problems. Then I was allowed to leave. <laughs> and that was also, that was like partially self-imposed by me. I'm like, I put in my notice and I gave him like a month notice and I'm like, but I'm going to stick around for this. I'm going to finish this off. I'm going to wait a couple of days, put out any fires and then we'll be done. And they're like, okay, thank you for, thank you for being cool about that. <laughs> All right. Uh, God, this is fucking hilarious. Uh, the EU <laughs> drug Apple to Type C, kicking and screaming. Apple was not happy about having to put no. Type C on their iPhones, but they didn't <laughs> tell them which Type C <laughs> they had to do. So <laughs> if you're getting the regular iPhone, you're getting this super old antiquated chipset of usb 2.0 which i the problem is that it's going to work 100 in their favor because everybody that gets it is going to be pissed off about it and they're like well they told us we had to do it we told them that it was shit and we didn't want to go with usb 2 we didn't want to go with usb type c but they made us do it and everyone's gonna be pissed off about the transfer speeds and the power and everything like like that like you can't do fast charging or anything with it, it it's not us but Thankfully, the higher end one running their newer, like integrated CPU has its own USB controller in it that is going to be used or that is using USB three. But the reasoning behind that is so fucking pissy that I can't mm -hmm. believe it. I mean, because it, there's no way that they couldn't have fit a like a secondary USB three controller onto that board instead of a USB two. That would require them to make new boards, Eric. And they haven't made a new board yeah. in 20 years. Why would they start now? Like, it's but like, no, they had to make a new board. They don't make new boards. No, they had to make a new board because they didn't have USB support. It, they always did. They just had it blocked off. Oh, they just had it blocked mm -hmm. off. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> they, they, they're, not, they're not making anything new. That's why it's the old. They're not taking old technology and putting it on the thing. It's been there the entire time. Just had a little plastic bit in front of it. And now I'll be like, ah, oh, damn it. All right, well, boop. Now, now it's there. Mm -hmm. All right. We got we to gotta remove that little blockade right there. Everyone get out this a scraper. <laughs> you want the faster speeds, so you just got to pay more money, which also works in our favor. Which it, exactly. It does. That's so in order to get that, you have, yeah. to, you have to get the fucking like high-end flagship one just to get, you know, what Max. literally every Android has. <laughs> But that's not new. I mean, that's what it's been forever. It's just like, welcome to your new yeah, iPhone. You'll now enjoy know, stuff that Android's had for years. It's just like it's, mm -hmm. it's funnier and funnier every time that they prove that that they prove the joke right. Well, see, like the joke aside, it's like what they did nail is their ecosystem. Like, there's so many people are just like, yeah, I'd get the fuck off of Apple if I could, but everything I have is Apple, and all mm -hmm. of my software, all of my tools, all my music, all my movies, all my grab crap is apple and it works honestly at the end of the day you know what you if you want to like use your airpods to listen to your tv guess what it's just gonna sync up real quick and no big deal there's no fuss a lot of times whereas just like hey i want to use my bluetooth headphones on my tv 
oh shit, what are they synced up to right now? I better go find out so I can have them removed and resync over here, enter in whatever code and all that. Like, I, I get it. I get it. If you just want crap to work all the time, don't give me that face, Eric. You know that shit happens all the time, where it's just like you have to like go through extra steps. Apple, what? like Android. Wait, Android. Wait. Android has Jason? extra steps. Hang on, Jason. Are you telling me that you don't know that if you've got your headphones connected to your phone and you want to connect it to something else, you turn them on and just put them into pairing mode so that they Not don't connect do that. to that device? Not all headphones will do that. That's what I'm trying to say. What that's cheap? That's okay, what wait, hang on. No, yes, I, exactly. I don't even need there to know what cheap ones. Jason 100%. buys only the you cheap ones. You just nailed it. You just nailed it. <laughs> with, freedom, with freedom comes more options and more options. Yeah, but also opens the door to shittier uh, products, which, yes, then are cheaper. And that's what you, that's your right. That's what Way you cheaper I can, at that point. I can buy a $20 a pair of uh, Bluetooth headphones and be just fine with it because all I'm doing is listening, is watching shitty ass anime at the middle of the night. But I understand that they're not going to be the best headphones on my planet. Meanwhile, if I wanted to do that for my iPhones, too fucking bad. You no. gotta uh, uh, get your Air- AirPods. No, you don't have to get AirPods. If you want, you can use any Bluetooth headphones with your iPhone. No. No, yes. it's not the same. Yes, you it's can. not the same. No, it's not the same. <laughs> Jason, you can use any Bluetooth headphones with your I iPhone. Know, I haven't used an Apple so, product in a billion years. So we're, just, you know, what you need to compare is like those shitty AirPods to another $100 or $200 set of headphones that, you know, pairs to multiple devices very simply. However, I have I like, like I have like eight pairs. I even have shit. These shitty ones that have like the worst sound ever that were 1999, you know what they do? I can turn them on and put them into pair mode. I don't know what shitty ones you're buying, Jason, but you were <laughs> buying the shittiest of shitty. Like this one's so bad. It's got like this, like it's got a, a unit or a, a omnidirectional USB ke- like plug built directly into it. That's awesome. I love <laughs> with, that. Oh, yeah, so can't, lose, like can't lose the smallest in. fucking battery. God, what? It, I swear to God, this thing's like a 350 milliamp battery inside this case. It can recharge the headphones once. <laughs> it's so bad. Again, again, like, 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 so I've said, the freedom comes there. And you ask what kind of shitty ones I'm buying. Oh, I'm not buying anything, Eric. Let that sink in. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's, that's how cheap they are. <laughs> the truth has come out. And that I, yes. I don't know why I'm, I'm surprised. I'm not surprised. That's all. You should not be. Mm-hmm. All right, we're, I'm keeping some of these so that we can just have like this shit storm of stuff for the last one. Oh, we're gonna have some uh, huge shit storm. It's, it's gonna be some, it's gonna be some good ones. All right, Western Digital Black is releasing a new 2230 M.2 drive that you can use in all your portable PC gaming devices. Not a Switch, but PC <laughs> gaming, so you can get you can use it in the ROG Ally. You can use it in that fucking I that really long named one. That's like the the clamshell pop up. That's basically kind of like the the PlayStation Portable one that they had, uh, and then you can also use it in the Steam Deck, which is really cool. So you're going to have a much faster unit because right now the biggest issue is getting a good speed with the physical like size restrictions. So much so that we talked about it a while ago that somebody modded their case for their Steam Deck so that it could fit a standard M.2 so that they could get wow. better speeds and higher storage out of it. And it, it literally, like, they modded it so that it's, like, sliding in, connected, but, like, sticking out from the back of it. And they're like, fuck it, I don't care, it's there, and I have storage. <laughs> it's it's basically the biggest, like, fuck you, it works thing. <laughs> All right. The August sales data for consoles has come out. 
which is weird because the, the July ones took for fucking ever to come out. Um, but the August sales data has come out. And unfortunately, Microsoft is still continuing their downward trend of sales and market share for the Xbox, which I still I, I don't fully understand other than saying that they don't have a lot of like great games coming out. And also the PC is kind of killing their console sales game. Like I can't think of any reason why people would be buying PlayStation over Xbox, like in that time span of like games. There weren't any like great releases for PlayStation within it but sony is really ramping it up and kicking their asses to say the least like and even in the u.s they're down a or three quarters of a million consoles from last year in sales Mm. by this time last year they had they had 2.7 million consoles sold and this year they only have just over like 12,000 over 2 million i mean they've been making some very questionable decisions this last couple months too so it's going to be interesting to see what actually happens. And the thing is, is that we we have to remember that includes the Series S, that piece of shit $300 console that they say is selling well. well so the black how one's bad... coming out, Eric. The black one. The black, the black, the black one. one's out. It's oh, out. Is that... oh, there it's you go. out. <laughs> but and no. it's selling so well. It's selling no, so no. well, Eric. But that's the question, though, is how bad is the X selling, if that's the case? If there's if they're losing their own market share and they're selling well with the S, like how bad is the X selling? Hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, we've talked about it a billion times before that Game Pass is the like best deal you can get in gaming still yeah. right now. And Hands you're down. pushing for that. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can get all of that on your PC. So I mean, I get that hundred percent. Cause like I like myself, I, I usually enjoy having all the consoles like to be able to play around with, but I haven't bought an Xbox still because just like, you know what, I got it all right here on my PC. So I don't need to do that. So I played played around with the idea of being like, well, sometimes I wouldn't mind like being able to play downstairs instead of being up at my computer and upstairs and stuff like that. I'm just like, but it's not really worth the three hundred dollar minimum buy-in. And honestly, I'd get in a Series X instead of the S. So it's just like, yeah, I don't really want to spend another $600 on something that I might play every once in a while. So it's just, it's just not there. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't get it. The well, only some reason internal to... emails have come out from Xbox, some from like the court case. I mean, some of us are redacted and we're not, but like there's one like going off, like, can, can you go on a PS5 browser and do our like xCloud streaming okay. service? So I didn't add like... that to the, I didn't add that because that's again, another thing that we all talked about previously but yeah, it is actually interesting to see because that was a rumor that that was go- that that was happening that Microsoft was like testing it and seeing about it. But to see the actual emails like in mm-hmm. like see it in writing that they were doing it is funny. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> well, it'll, it'll hurt like chances like sales of consoles, but we get a subscriber out of it. So. Which is funny because that's what, what the uh, is. it's really great because that's what GeForce did to Microsoft so that you could play GeForce yep. now on an Xbox, which is fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> and Microsoft wasn't happy about it. So it's really, it's really interesting to finally like see that like as a thing that they really did do that <laughs> and talk <laughs> about it, which is perfectly fine. Like it, I would say that if I was Sony, I would require that there's a cut for it or if they're going to use it that the subscription goes through the playstation store if they want to use if they want to do the game pass cloud game pass cloud gaming through it and it has to go through the store and then they get a cut for it and even if they or even if they you know have a regular one they can track 
whether it was done through Microsoft and then be like, hey, you owe us money. Like these are all the transactions mm-hmm. that went through. Something like that. I, I think it would be great if they did if they did something like that. Um and honestly, it would it would be very beneficial for everybody. But obviously we don't we don't get beneficial for everyone. Right. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> too convenient, Eric. Instead it's we get to convenient. have price gouging and increases mm-hmm. and less options. But so it's funny. Mm-hmm. With these sales numbers that this year, 2023, Microsoft is still getting beat by the Nintendo Switch. Because of TERS. Now, this is just TERS. This is just TERS. US. But TERS. the US numbers are TERS. the big telling thing. Because if it's the US that is having these issues, we already know how bad they do overseas. Outside of the US, like the US is its strongest market. And the fact that they're continually dropping more and more market share is really really bad it's a 27 percent decrease yeah but that's like, just in console sales so i, I yeah. i'm willing to bet that subscription sales they're they're probably i, I i'm well we've seen the subscription sales actually the we've seen them before like i don't know how much it's gone up since the last time we saw them but they weren't selling as many subscriptions as as playstation was well that's just because that goes hand in hand i'm, I'm curious now yeah like in 2023, you know, obviously Switch is going to have like the lowest subscription like uh, number. I, I I'd be very curious to see where it's at, especially with Sony making all their changes to their price points. You know, pushing a little bit harder for the extra and not just only online, given the free games and whatever. So yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what that actually looks like. Anymore. Yeah, I want to see I want to see updated numbers to that. But the last that we had heard. And this was only in like May or June. Sony had more PlayStation Plus subscriptions than Microsoft had Game Pass subscriptions, which is a, that's that's real bad. I mean, it's it's good in that case, but it's bad for mm-hmm. Microsoft because their whole thing with Game Pass, like what we've been saying, is like Game Pass will be, is eating the market because of the fact that it can go into PCs, but apparently it's not eating the market nearly as much as we thought or as much Mm -hmm. as we would think that it is you know what Mm -hmm. i mean all right well let's get on to the big ones uh first one starfield's engine is shit and you shouldn't let bethesda gaslight you (laughs) the engine yep is atrociously bad it is not optimized do not let todd tell you that if it's not running well on your system then you need to upgrade your system (laughs) because we have seen tests from both Jay's Two Cents and Gamers Nexus. Gamers Nexus, who did a very like robust and thorough series on it. They did three full, like almost hour-long videos just on Starfield. It was benchmarking GPUs, benchmarking CPUs, and then trying to optimize it and, and tell you what settings to turn down and what settings to turn up in order to play it best on your system. And man, if you have a top-of-the-line 13900K and a 4090 barely breaking 100 frames per second on 1080p, that is not a hardware issue. That is a software issue. Yeah. The fact that they are trying to gaslight gamers and tell them they're like, oh yeah, you just need to upgrade your shit. No, you don't because upgrading your shit doesn't fucking do it. And they even showed it like 1080p high no upscaling an rtx 4090 running a sorry a 12700k broke 101.4 fps <laughs> so a 3060 ti can't even hit 60 frames per second 54.9 a 3060 like i have 
is somewhere around, I think it's like 48. But how, how are you going to get all those sweet potato and toilet paper physics? Yeah. <laughs> That's all I, I mean, want. The physics, the physics are, are good, but that engine, like graphically, it looks like ass. I, I don't think that I've ever seen a good stream of it. Always looks like ass. It's muddy in the background. It's jaggy. And it really, like, one of the things that they talked about, because there is now uh, DLSS support for it that you can, add, and ray tracing, like, you can mod it into it. Like, somebody already went in and did it. And it helps frame rates a shit ton mm -hmm. if they just had that capability built into it. But they don't. I mean, um, what, 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 what I like about this game, because you're 100% right, Eric, it's just like, I knew coming to this one, it was going to be on Game Pass. It was like, cool, I'll play it on yep. Game Pass. Even though I already have Game Pass and I have it, like, for other games and stuff like that, but have it for this one too. I was just like, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until like probably next year. Let's be honest. When uh, uh, the game's going to get some patches and stuff like that. I was just like, I don't want to be a play tester for Bethesda. So I will wait and uh, uh, hopefully they'll get their shit together and actually release a game that's going to be full, ready to go and play. You know, Sons of Liberty, or not Sons of Liberty, uh, Cyberpunk has, uh, 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 I think, shown us all, you know, the air in our ways and a lot of stuff of digging in and hype and the benefit that can come from it. I mean, they've really kind of redeemed themselves and the new DLC that's coming out looks pretty dope. They're not going to do it day one because fool me once type thing, right? But uh, um, I am eagerly looking forward to it. Like, this is just a case in point, 100%, Eric. It's just like, what is the point if you're going to, like, spend all this time making all this, like, blustering noise to then just be like, oh, most of you can't play it the way that we want you to. And that's what bugs me about these big companies. And not just that. Okay. So this is the fun one. So Jason's like, oh, yeah. He's like, like, if Jason and I wanted to play it, Jason has, you still have a 2060? No, I have the 3060. You have a 3060. Jason's got a thirty. Oh yeah, he you bought one with a thirty sixty. I had to add a thirty sixty in mine, but you still have the same CPU with a thirty six hundred. A thirty six hundred paired with a forty ninety only hit sixty two point three FPS. Ridiculous! It's insane, and a lot of it comes down like they've looked into it. A lot of it comes down to uh, multi threading with with CPUs and not being like properly optimized to that. Even though they say that it's optimized, and they've they've gone on the, the like it's. We did optimize. You may have to upgrade your system, but that is a poorly optimized game. Hands yeah. down. A 4090 is a fucking expensive ass graphics card. Yes. And it can do some amazing ass things. And if your game looks like shit on it, it you're not run, you're not crisis. And even that crisis back in the day had a lot of problems. Your engine has a shit ton of problems and it's a Frankenstein. Yeah. That's how it always is. It's a Frankenstein engine. Um, but don't let Bethesda gaslight you. Don't let Todd Howard gaslight you into thinking that your system needs to fully be upgraded. If you can play all the other games out there and it's just Starfield that's having major issues, then it's a Starfield it's not problem. Your system. Yeah. Yep. Now, if you have a 1080 and you know, like, or even even a 3080 with a sixth gen Intel processor. You got some system issues. You got some system issues. Chris, <laughs> you need to have a pizza party and install those upgrades. I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, but we finally got Chris to, to buy upgrades and he got a 5800X3D, a new motherboard, and that's all you needed, right? And a new cooler. Yeah. New cooler, yeah. And a new cooler. He's, Wait, he's you haven't even put those numbers. in yet? No, he yeah. hasn't put them in. You're, you're sitting on them. <laughs> yeah. You, what do you mean? Oh, are, they sitting in your, are they sitting in your racing sim seat? 
as well? Like just so you <laughs> okay. get double not usage going on with your shit? Chris, <laughs> the joke of the pizza party happened on a fucking weeknight that I went over after working to my friend's house and built that PC for their son. <laughs> In an hour and a half. It doesn't take that long. True. The other issue though is like my PC already works. It's like, ah, oh, do I really have to tear this whole thing then? Yes, you do. Yes, because it is so fucking old now. How are you not excited? That's my CPU is so fucking old. I am excited, but I would have had that thing torn down the night that I got that cooler. Like I would have gotten that cooler in, and I would have called Mandy and said, "Hey, honey, I'll see you tomorrow." Uh huh. (laughs) I think by the time it showed up, we were already out. So (laughs) next day. Chris, come on. Welcome to the like I Made podcast. Half the time we spend shaming Chris into doing stuff that he should have <laughs> <Yeah>. done weeks <laughs> ago. <laughs> Which, like, like last week I've been, like, uh, Xander was texting me, like, asking me questions because he got all the stuff for his PC build. And Adam does not. I thought you were going to help so. him build that. No, it's over as dad's. Yeah, no, but I thought you were going to help him build that, though. <laughs> That was the whole point of sending you all those specs. I'm like, here you go. This is a really good. I thought they were really kind of doing that. And like, and so it's like texting you pictures or like asking questions like, yeah, this, this, and that, and that. But I guess uh, one of his dad's friends are going to help him put it together. Okay. Oh, That's ridiculous. <laughs> Some stepdad you'll be. You'll never be his dad if you act like that. <laughs> <laughs> PC daddy. Yep. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're done making fun of Chris. Uh, however, <laughs> We're we do have something to talk about. Let's make fun of somebody else. If you haven't heard the news on Unity, <laughs> then, oh dear God. So Unity, the the basic yes, gist of it shit. is that they were looking to redo their EULA, their end user license agreement, and start charging devs, which is fine. It's been a free platform. There comes a point when, you know, ad revenue isn't going to support it all, like all on its own. And that's that's how they've been making money through a lot of ad revenue. And there's ad services that people have on for their games, especially the ones that are made for free and, and doing all that. Like there's ads that go into it. Well, they're now going or talking about charging per download and install of the game to where the developer of Squid Game that shitty ass game that was given away for free on Steam and it was ad revenue supported. It's perfectly fine based off or not Squid Game, Crab Game based off of Squid Game. Uh, mm-hmm. That developer would have had to pay $5.6 million for a game that he basically made like in a weekend off yeah. of. Yeah. And yeah, in a weekend, like he did it just for fucking fun. Yeah. To where there's so many ramifications. I, like we would need a whole podcast yeah. to go over the like the entire ramifications of this and of what the the issue with this is. But needless to say, devs turned off ad revenue in like or ad pieces in their games and have vowed to not. Yeah, because they on. have their own like ad ad like system, whatever. Yeah. Like so for like so they, old games and stuff like that. And yeah, so they've been turning it off in the system completely. So that they're not getting ad revenue as a giant fuck you. And they're trying to get uh, Unity to turn back. Now, the big problem is, is that this is the same CEO that was the spearhead of a lot of horrible shit at EA. That was the same guy that 
what was it chris he, he basically said if you're not if you're not devoting all of your time to microtransactions you're fucking stupid basically yep. pretty much yep <laughs> so this guy yeah. has a track record of fucking things over and has sold shit how many he's is like two thousand shares thousand, or two thousand two thousand no he's, he's sold forty thousand shares of stock so far this year and sold a large sum of stock before they made this announcement well i mean they did they did like say that oops we're sorry we're gonna relook at it like yesterday yes like, mm-hmm. like so i mean it's just like it's been one hell of a week of them being like oh yeah no we don't give a fuck all right maybe we'll just charge it to just per download or maybe we'll charge it per an install or per like whatever like they they've kind of gone through a whole gamut here it's just like did you not like talk to anybody like before you announced this because i'm sure that if you were just been like hey anybody play games or develop games before yeah i do well, what if we were to do this that you would hear resounding that's a bad idea let's not do that well so that's the Which thing i guess internally they kind of yeah. did that and people were saying no this is about it like eh, we're gonna do it anyways yeah it was Amazing. a leadership call that everybody yeah. like or almost everybody. i don't want to say everybody i'm sure that there were some people in the grant level that were like oh that's perfectly fine i don't see what the issue is but for the most part there have been a fuck ton of internal employees that have come out and said like no we said that this was a bad idea we didn't want to do this and now it's happening there's death threats which people don't do death threats don't do death mm-hmm. threats don't be assholes like that that's not going to get you anything as what just happened with bethesda that's going to get you a lot more because now there's a, or not Bethesda, not Bethesda, Bungie. That's going to get you a lot more than what you think it's going to because now there's mm-hmm. precedent for it. But the big issue is that they're probably now going to backstep it to a halfway point, which is still too much. That is way too big of a, of a mm-hmm. jump from what their system is. And it's looking like there's going to be like regulators looking into this now more. Plus there's additional contract law of, of back changing the, the license mm-hmm. agreement. Like there's so many things going on with this whole setup for it. But the big takeaway from it is that the CEO of unity is fucking toxic and horrible. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and it's probably a ploy at the same time like hey let's announce something that's worse that's way more than what you ever want to do you know if if it, if everyone accepts it great but if everyone like uh uh clamors and cries foul we'll go back to what we originally wanted and we'll still make out like bandits and now we'll look like heroes so yeah. i mean kind of like the it's it's new coke all over again you know mm-hmm. we'll release uh, uh uh coke and everyone's gonna hate it and complain like nonstop. stop we're gonna release coke called classic now with more ads and uh, uh, then everyone's going to be like, this is great. So much better than what it was before. So probably all over again. And this isn't the first time this mm-hmm. has happened. Even this year. That's the shitty thing is we're just getting like all these companies that have now realized like, oh, we just make like this really horrible thing. And then we backpedal and be like, well, here, we'll do this. But at least it's not this. And it's funny because it reminds me of when a coworker of mine was using Tinder and he matched with this girl and he's talking to her and she had kids. I mean, we're older. Like, yeah. it's, it's going to happen now. You're dating at this age that you're, you're going to find a, a, either a man or a woman that already has kids. And he's like, well, how many kids do you have? She goes, 13. No, I'm just kidding. Seven. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's only three. But it sounds a lot better than 13, doesn't it? Like, no. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> 
That's that's not the way that you play this game. No. <laughs> you know, tell me this astronomical one just to just to make this other horrible one sound better. Now it's not it's not to say that having three kids is horrible, but I'm just no. saying like that's not what you do. <laughs> that's not how life works. I mean, apparently, unfortunately, that is how life works. But that's not how life works. Don't do that. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Anybody else got any other parting words on this stupid unity bullshit? No, ridiculous. And I, I, I am very much yeah. looking forward to seeing what the change is. Because I mean, like honestly, at the end of the day, you know, it's going to change the the games that are even available. Like in general, mm-hmm. like there's so many. Like even if you're just like, oh, I don't play a lot of indie games or small time games. Like you don't realize in how much credit you need to give to those indie games for really coming up with ideas and you know getting stuff out there that then triple A's can not steal but can like take apart and be like oh well what if i gave this a little bit more polish and made something a little bit better with it you know so i mean like the more people that have access to artist tools the more art you're gonna see period and if you put paywalls in front of people from being able to paint then you're gonna see a whole lot of gray and if you play among us that's on unity uh cult of the lamb and fact devolver why do i keep wanting to say bethesda for everybody devolver has committed to basically deleting the game after the first of the year if this if this change does go through like they've just committed to it so if you want to buy it and like store it on your computer now is the time or buy a physical copy for like your switch or something like that and do that. But yeah, they, uh, man. Whew. Yeah. And there's like, Oh, well we don't like one. charge you for like charity installs or like people downloading the game illegally. Well, how, how are you going to, going to track those? Well, we're going to reverse the other system. Just trust us. No, we don't fucking trust you. We lost all our fucking trust. I don't trust you now because of this. Why would I trust you for those numbers? Also, the they, that brings up another good point. Phasmophobia was built on like an early Unity one. And that was a single guy originally. For the longest time, it was a single dev making that game. And they've, they've put out their own statement and everything on Twitter. Like if this were the case, this game never would have come out. And it wouldn't like a whole genre of games wouldn't have been made specifically yeah. because of that. Like they they did it because there were ways that you could do that you could develop easily, put it out in early access, do all that. You didn't have to pay too much for it. And like a lot of people are saying that like, you know, Epic's system isn't the best, but it's better than this. So a lot of people are talking about switching to UE, which UE is a great system. You don't pay like royalties for the first like million dollars. Yeah. That's not bad. And then it's 5% like. Like another yeah. saw like another article or got like tweet there like it's not actually fair like anymore like it's not really exactly still fair but it's simple. It's simple and honestly it's 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 not, not that bad. bad if you're starting out not terrible like for a starting out game. Like the worst thing is is that you sell more than a million dollars worth and then you're like oh shit now we got to start paying yeah. royalties okay. You got fr- you got a free engine that you were able to develop on you didn't have to pay anything for it and do all that. But I'm not going to sit here and like preach about how great Epic or Unreal is with it because there are other things with Epic that, you know, there's problems. But that's beside the point. All right. Fuck Unity. Whatever. Let's move on. All right. Who, who's playing something other than Baldur's Gate? <laughs> who's played or is playing? Because that's two different questions. I they am, can, but I they can't. They can talk about. <laughs> I am, but I can't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, played, I've played other stuff. Okay. Jason, you go, and then we'll talk a little bit more about Baldur's Gate. 
Sure thing. Um, before Baldur's Gate came out, I was just like, I don't like I, the, my whole kick right now this year has been like, I'm not going to play a game, release one, unless it's like something I'm like desperately clam- clamoring over. And and since I'm an old salty bitch now, uh, there's less and less that I'm clamoring over to play day one. So anyway, um, one of the games I was actually excited about for playing day one was uh, Sea of Stars. And um, it is a old school uh, uh, JRPG that they've remade. This fits in exactly in the Sega uh, uh, generation of classic RPG styles or uh, Super Nintendo style. Uh, Chrono Cross or Chrono Trigger would be a great example of the way this game looks and plays like. Um, you have your simple three party that you have much more party members with you and you can swap them out and all that stuff like that. Um, the game does a lot of great things, brings in the whole timed uh, uh, um, attack and timed defense me- mechanism, making a turn-based RPG a little bit more uh, uh, um, active uh, to your combat and stuff like that. Uh, the strategies that are there is interesting for when enemies are about to cast or anything like that. It brings up a, a looks like a, like a slot machine device of locks that have different attacks that you need to uh, attack them with to make them stop casting. So if you have... a, a slot machine bar come up and it's just like heavy attack moon attack sun attack and a sword attack you have to hit that enemy you know with each one Mm -hmm. of those corresponding attacks before their next turn and they'll have little like active time countdowns for every single attack and stuff like that so it brings a little bit more strategy into what you're doing rather than just attack 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 pray attack attack pray um but what really kind of sets this game aside from anything else that i've played so far this year is it's just phenomenal story. Um, if you dig the old school JRPG style uh, RPGs, this one comes right on in, hits hard uh, from it, very interesting characters, twists and turns in the storyline, uh, breaking walls that you didn't think was possible, uh, dealing with loss, dealing with party management, dealing with party management that's outside of your control, which is always fantastic. Um, you know, I love it when it's just like, oh, I'm going to go in into this battle. And I got my best people on me with right now, whatever. And then one of your best people is just like, I actually got to go take care of this thing over here and it breaks up your party and and forces you to do stuff uh there's a great uh part in i'd say about the midway that the entire party has to split up because you know what you got limited time to do everything so everyone's split up to go handle your own stuff and you have everyone on their own party that you have to then go handle your stuff so you have to know how to handle each of your party members uh, abilities and skills and magic and all that stuff like that, which is really kind of cool. Now, obviously the levels that you're playing there were to their strengths, but it was still really interesting to be like, Oh, if maybe I didn't play with this person all the time, here's a chance for you to really kind of get into it. And storyline, like I said, just kind of focus, uh, focuses right on into it. Uh, there's been a few really surprising parts that I won't really spoil into, including not just in the storyline, but graphics wise. And like the way that they do the art is really just phenomenal for a, a pixel based uh, style. Uh, the overmap is gorgeous. The regular levels are all freaking gorgeous. The uh, level layouts are well designed and uh, come together easily and, and um, entertainingly. Super easy to get bored in a lot of these stuff. Uh, the random battles aren't there, so you can see your enemies that you're coming out to. And then they don't just refresh every single time. So if you forget to go get a treasure chest and you come on back, the enemies aren't just back. The, the enemies come back at big events and stuff like that, which makes a lot more sense. Uh, the world feels lived in uh, NPCs that you run into that you can change to their dialogue actually does change depending on what's going on, 
which is really cool. Um, you know, cities will get destroyed. People will die. You know, it's really interesting on how this stuff all happens in game that they then have to transition through and work through with NPCs in their lives, which is really kind of cool as, you know, the savior of a world type situation, which is great. Uh, you know, especially since back then, if you were to put like this being made by Sega or Super Nintendo back in like the early or the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, no, late 80s, early 90s, um, you'd be looking at, uh, uh, um, you know, situations where you just have I am air or they only have one line of dialogue and, you know, having these NPCs, multiple lines of dialogue is kind of cool. It's refreshing just in that aspect. And I have just been absolutely shocked of how much I really love this game. Uh, just look at the screenshots. If you think the screenshots look pretty and that'll be enough for you, I promise you, it'll, it just gets better, engaging, fun. Everything about this game is really amazing for what it is of being a um, pixel-based game. And absolutely love it. It, it. I can't recommend it any more than anything else. If you want a really good turn-based RPG, here's the one for this year. You haven't even said the best part. Oh, yeah. What's that? That it's on Game Pass and PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's oh, yeah. at 100% free, like everywhere pretty much. Like the only, the only, free. The only cons you have to, yeah, the only cons you have to yeah. actually pay it for is on the Switch. So, which would honestly be a great, uh, um, this would be a great travel game because it's it's easy to pick up, easy to move mm-hmm. along. Um, they they do not and graphically wise, it would actually work on the Switch too. Be yeah. like Mortal Kombat, right? Exactly. <laughs> this is what the Switch is made for, not yeah. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. So, although um, it still loads slow as shit on the Switch, yeah, I'm Probably. sure it still will. Uh, no, it's it's just it's phenomenal. It, it's blown me away. I had I went into it with the expectations of a free game because obviously I have Game Pass and PlayStation Plus, so it's like, well, of course I'll play it, and you know I'm, I'm not gonna have high expectations because it's not like I'm paying for it like out of pocket, and uh, uh, no, it's just continuously blown me away the entire all, way through. And enjoy the storyline. It's not hokey. They really don't pull any punches with you, and um, it's not too difficult that you have too much of a hard time. Um, actually, that brings up a good segue. The way that they do their difficulty comes in purchasable items in game called relics. So you have uh, uh, there's no difficulty settings in the game at all. Um, you get a few relics after you finish the training, you know, uh, um, tutorial basically. And the relics are just little equipable items that you can have that don't affect your actual equipment, but just like a separate screen of relics. And the relics are just will be anything from like, hey, you want to do double damage? Here you go. Hey, do you want to receive double damage? Here you go. Hey, do you want to have an indicator for when you should be blocking or indicator that when you should be uh, uh, attacking? Here you go. You know, like different ways that you can then customize your own difficulty level for the game to make it more enjoyable to you. So if you find yourself being like, this is way too easy. This is a breeze. You can definitely put on a little bit more of a modifier. It's going to be like, hey, not only will we make it so that it's a little bit harder for you to get the perfect timing, so you have to be way more accurate. We're going to make it so that you have to get it. And if you don't get it, you're not going to get any mana back. Uh, which is also kind of interesting. So, I mean, it, it's definitely kind of cool in how you can customize it and on the fly. You're like, oh, no, that was way too hard. Or, oh, mm-hmm. I'm still not enjoying yeah. this. I'll, I'll, I'll add whatever nice. I want. Um, what's also really cool, different mechanic that I think is really neat about the game is that there's no... Uh, um, uh, ma- the magic regeneration only comes from you either using items like anything else that you can only carry 10 at a time. So you're not going to use items all that often. But from attacking. So you have all your skills, you have all your combos, you have all your magic and stuff like that that you can use with your party, but it, that all costs mana. So you're you're losing your your magic points and stuff like that. And each person only has like you know ten or fifteen points. Like when you start off, it's not much. You can maybe do two or three skills at max. 
the only way you get mana back is that you have to do a regular attack on somebody. So you do a regular attack and you're going to get like three uh, uh, mana points back. And so this just like, okay, you got to balance out now if I'm doing my attacks, getting my mana back, and then making sure I then use my attack, my special powers, so I'm not just like building mana for no reason. So it adds, again, another layer of strategy because what you don't want to do is use a big attack and then find out that the enemy has that little slot machine come up and it's just like, oops, you got to use sun power and you just had your sun power guy use up all his mana. So all he can do is attack to get mana back and it's just like, too bad, now you're going to get hit hard. And so really different ways of how you can strategize and, and use the game's mechanics for the game. That's interesting because that's a... I, I don't want to say that it's, it's a stolen mechanic, but they took that mechanic from a lot of the card-based games because with uh, uh, Marvel Midnight Suns and like a lot of those card-based ones to where you have to build up energy to do specific types of things by doing regular attacks. And Midnight Suns is the first one that like pops into my head because that's the one that I played the most and the most recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like you have to do regular ones to build up heroism so that you can use these stronger cards and then you use that card and then that heroism goes away and you have to do it. But you have to make sure though that, that you are stockpiling the proper amount and you don't use too much so that when a good card that you really needed for and you were waiting to come along comes on, you can then activate it. So that's, that's interesting. And it's like I said, I don't want to say stolen, but that's where they, I feel like that's where they took it from was they took inspiration from that. There's a lot of inspiration all over in this game. Like obviously the time to taxes, they're not, they're not the first ones to do that, but they, they're the first ones to really kind of per- perfect it where it's not even just in your taxes it's in all your magic. It's in all of your bonuses, your combos and stuff like that. It's not, it doesn't seem to be in your ultimate attacks just because your ultimate attacks are just so fucking pretty. Like they're just so cool. <laughs> like, it's just like, I just want to watch this shit. Happen. Like it really does take me back to like old school summon and like final fantasy, which is like, I'm going to do the summon and I'm going to enjoy it because it's dope ass looking. And you know, that's what this game's all about. So, uh, um, yeah, it, the, Sea of Stars has just been an absolute sleeper hit for me. Uh, um, absolutely shocked that free <laughs> and all that stuff like that, yeah. that it's on all the game passes. Highly, highly, highly recommended everybody to go out on out there and, and download it. Like you owe it to yourself if you like RPGs at all. Are you ready to give it a score yet? Yeah, sure am. I, 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 I'm, I, I've been kind of going back and forth a whole bunch about this. Uh, um, that just because it's just it's such an interesting game, you do still run into like the okay, I'm I'm over battling this type of enemy after a little bit, especially since a lot of the times, especially when attacking, you got to uh, um, pay attention to the enemy that you're fighting, and where you've got to get the timed blocks. But once you get to a little bit being too OP. Uh, the, the doesn't matter to block as much anymore just because obviously I can absorb that damage and it's like, whatever, I'll, I'll be fine. Obviously, Jason, that's where the relics come in. You can ad- adjust it. But if it's been good balanced all the way up to now, why would I? Anyway, that's kind of it's been my only thing. The music's good. I feel like it could be better. There's a few songs that are really just kind of itching me on, on the back of my head. But, you know, I, I got to go 8.9. 8.9 out of 10 on this. It is solid. It is a lot of fun. It is is very surprising storyline. I mean, there's been a few times that I audibly said, wow, just story, graphics, uh, uh, where they went with the whole thing. You know, the entire package just is so good. And I highly recommend it. Sweet. I have that on my list of games to play after Baldur's Gate, <laughs> which I'll hopefully be done soon. I should. Okay, so I'm going to preface what I have to say about Baldur's Gate with, I should have been done with this playthrough a while ago 
But the console edition has hindered this twofold. One, because now my weekends, instead of me playing Baldur's Gate by myself, my weekends are spent playing a co-op playthrough with Ronan because Ronan really wanted to play. He's been he's been wanting yeah. to do D&D. He really liked seeing Baldur's Gate and it was like, oh, it's d and I'm like, yeah, it'll teach you how like d- how dice works and how the, mm-hmm. how the skill systems work and all of that. So we've been going like two weeks now. We've done two weekends where we played a shit ton of Baldur's Gate. Um, a lot of people were giving me shit for it because it is honestly like the horniest game that you can get for computers and for consoles right now. And I don't have to worry about that. I have nudity turned off. And when Asterian propositioned him, he said, "Ew, no," <laughs> and rejected him. And then Carlac propositioned him, and he said, "I just want to be friends." <laughs> and then said, "Ew, no," <laughs> and, and rejected. So I don't have to worry about this. He's letting me romance Shadowheart, which is fine because I fucked up my my Shadowheart romance on the other uh, oh, yeah. on my regular playthrough. Um, but so Which we're having really the nothing. romance was the horniness was a bug. Yes, the horniness was a that, bug. <laughs> they weren't supposed to be that horny. <laughs> yeah, because like basically it's like a stiff. You you just look at Gale and Gale's like, hey, you want to bang? <laughs> 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 but I mean, yeah, they weren't supposed to be that horny. They haven't fixed that. They haven't patched that bug yet. Um, it's it's fine whatever i don't know if they will yeah i i I think now there it's such a staple for it that they probably won't but there is a big update coming out in a couple of days that will hopefully fix like some of these issues i think it's coming out on the 21st um that will run now big things with the console version um it definitely runs a bit slower than the pc which is surprising um it has a lot of optimizations that it still needs to do for the console version and they they've addressed it and they said that they understand mm. and that it needs to and they're they're addressing those with with uh future updates there actually is a like people are having crash issues with it i've had it crash on me three times which is that's big for a playstation game like i don't have playstation mm-hmm. games crash on me that often every yeah. once in a while i'll get a game that will crash on me once in a playthrough and then i don't usually have it happen um but i've had it happen three times for me on console um i think it happened once with ronan and i while we were doing it as well so that would be four um but that's kind of like a big thing that it's crashing now i'd seen other people on pc have crashes like i've i've watched streams happen where the game just crashed and they're like well shit and they got to reload it. So I know that that's not just a PlayStation setup. Um, but the other thing that is causing it to go a little bit uh, or take longer beyond just the amount of playtime that I get to do on it now is playing it on a console is also just slower in general. Um, and we're talking about getting through menus, pulling the menus up, going through things combat wise. You don't have all of your spells and everything down on the bottom where you can hit through it. You have to go through like a shit ton of wheels to figure things out. And then you're like, where you're looking for one specific spell and you've got six wheels of actions to go through that. You're like, (laughs) Oh, did I pass it? Where the fuck is my elders blast? It should be here on the, on the second one, but it's not. And then you go back and like, Oh wait, no, it was there. Like you kind of continually go through that. It feels just slower playing it which is kind of cool because it actually kind of like forces you to go to at a more relaxed pace with it. Because I mean, like I was blazing through some combats 
sometimes where I went, oh, shit, I, I really needed to slow down for that. But I think that that's like the biggest hurdle right now is just getting some optimizations. I really wish that they put in the the keyboard and mouse setup for it and just made it look like PC because the PlayStation does support keyboard and mouse. Like that's that's something that should have been added in. Um, I don't like that they force you into this layout. Like I would still be playing it with controller downstairs when I'm playing it with Ronan, but I've got my PS5 right here. I've got my desk. When I'm streaming it, I could very easily hook up my back my backup keyboard and mouse to this and then use that instead, and it would be perfectly fine to stream with that way. But I can't. I have to use my controller. Um, and I forced myself to play with controller for like two two full streams before I started my thing with Ronin just so that I had like all the controls down and didn't have to like try and teach myself and him at the same time with it. So it works. It's definitely better on PC, especially if you're doing solo play. Um, but there is a need for the console version. They are working on cross-platform compatibility. So if you're playing on console, you can play with somebody on PC. Also, uh, you can play P uh, PlayStation with Xbox when the Xbox One releases. Uh, the Mac version is coming out at the same time as this next update on the 21st. So you're going to be able to play this on Apple if you guys you know want to play it. And for some reason, you have an Apple for your gaming computer. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's still a great game there's just yeah. that console the console version's got like these really good pros and these really big cons yeah i was i i, I saw someone messing with the wheels and stuff like that i was like yeah that would that would drive me insane pretty quickly because for for reasons that are i won't go into i have two uh speak to the dead like skills slotted to my character so <laughs> <laughs> it's like which is handy because Usually when I really want to talk to dead people, there's usually more than one around. And, you know, you always end up talking to the one that's just like, I don't know shit. And just like, fuck, well, I got another one. I'll go talk to this guy over here. Wait, wait, so, wait, wait, Jason. In the Baldur's Gate, speak to the dead lasts until you do a long rest. You, you Yeah, until you like. Yeah, no, you no, can speak to other. To you it. can speak to other. Yeah, you can speak to other dead people. Without Dude, why do, why is it to show me that I, I can't use it? Because I have two of them. One will no, you, you don't it. have to use it. It's there. So I use it on it's a, the It's a skill person. like speak with animals. Like it's it's there on you. Once you do it, you can only ask five questions to any one dead, right. dead person. Yeah, but you can go to another dead person and talk to them as well. I've been using two speak to the deads on every single fucking two people. I've been <laughs> <laughs> be like, yes, let's keep doing it. <laughs> no, yeah, you don't need to. It's the same thing as like speak with animals for it. It is a, it is a single use for a long rest that you all, all that I'm you a, need to I'm do. a ranger. This magic shit's not for me, man. Like, the only just... reason that you have it... <laughs> The only reason that you have it is because you equipped it as a spell and then like either you have an item or uh, you got it as a class action that gave it to you. But yeah, you you don't need it. Now, if you if you want if you want somebody else to be able to talk to the dead, then they need to have speak to the dead as well. And that's the one thing is like with the spell, you can't cast speak to dead on somebody else. You can only use it on yourself. That's amazing. Well, I'm uh, just now, cause now when you do a long rest, you got to wake up and then cast all your cantrips and bullshit on yourself to make sure that you don't forget the amount of times that I've taken a long rest. And then I talk to uh, 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 the dog being like, Oh, I'll talk to my dog. And he just barks at me. I'm just like, damn it. Forgot to put on my speak to animals. 
And then you got to put it on. He just says the same shit every time. But it's that's still, not like, that's not the worst of the skills to forget to put on. The yeah, worst I imagine one, there's worse ones. The worst one to forget to put on is the one that I always forget to put on, and that's mage armor. Yeah. Yeah, because I'll <laughs> that mess you up. The, that is the worst one. And I'll go into combat and I'm like, shit, did I not put mage armor on? And then now, I've re- now I'm now i remembering because like oh, sometimes I'll go in and I'll respec. You have to re-put it on after you respec. <laughs> so I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, that's, oh, man, it's. I, I love this game though. It is, dude. It is. Phenomenal. It is the best thing to have happened for multiple reasons. Even if you're not a big D and D fan or a big uh, um, RPG fan, like it has done so much more for like storytelling, game world building, game development, like what is possible in mm-hmm. 2023 than any game has done in five years plus. Like it's just like. It, it, it's so groundbreaking in the way of like, this is what a game should be that makes it fun without just being like, hey, we're just going to make a very pretty game. Now, the game's obviously very pretty too, yeah. but it's just like, like it, it's it's so much substance. It feels so good to play and time just melts away. And like, it, it, it's like, it's very rare that I'm just like, yeah, there's no way that anything's going to dethrone this thing by the end of the year. But it's just like, how? There's just no way anything's going to be able it's to complete. do this. We thought Starfield might, but man, Starfield's no. got some other issues. It's, I mean, it's Bethesda. I mean, even, even if you were to this take like this versus like, if you were to like do some time warp thing and be like, hey, this is Fallout 3 versus uh, uh, Boulder's Gate. I, I mean, I still would have a hard time because Fallout mm-hmm. 3 was, you know, new. Like, I'm not saying Fallout 3 was better than Fallout 4 or anything like that. I'm just saying like Fallout 3 was the first one of the uh, first person shooter uh, Fallout games and it blew everyone's mind. And it was a lot of fun and I enjoyed the shit out of it. I played that game probably a whole bunch than I really should have. And so would I still be like, hey, is this still better than Baldur's Gate or what's the, uh, possible and stuff like that? I don't know. Same thing with Skyrim. You know, where it would like... Mm-hmm. I will say this: I can't put a bucket on someone on a merchant's hand, a head, and then rob him blind. Make no. him blind, but I can't put a bucket on his. You head. can make them blind. You also, though, you can talk to them with one of your characters. Go out, switch characters while you're still mid conversation. Take that character around the back of him, like crouch down and pickpocket him mid conversation. Well, I, I don't even do that. I just put my bear in the entrance of the store wherever I want. Everyone's just like, Jesus Christ, the bear. I'm just like, yep, look at the bear. You can do that with elementals too. Like that's, that is the one thing that pissed me off once we got into Baldur's Gate for Act 3 is I walked in and I have an elemental with me and everyone's running away from me. I'm like, what the fuck is their problem? Oh. It doesn't yeah, do away. that with like if I use uh if I use Shadowheart to summon Deva, which is like an angel, nobody does that. But an elemental, everyone freaks the fuck out about. <laughs> and the best is watching the guards that like they strike a defensive pose, but they won't attack you. They they, they will not aggro you for it. But they'll still like strike a defensive pose on it, and like you need to get out of here. And then you still walk around. They're like you need to get out of here. Like whatever. Yep. You so hurt me. Can you leave, please? Yeah, can't let this bear be here. Elm, you're doing a bad job of that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 
Well, thanks a lot, everybody, for joining us for the I Made It First podcast. We understand that you have choices when you're listening or watching podcasts, and unfortunately, you made this choice. But that's okay, because we love you anyways. Thank you for joining us. Uh, you can find us at ibeatitfirst.com or ibiff.co, where you can send all of your friends that want to listen to this podcast, or even if they don't want to, they don't know that they want to listen to this podcast, send them there, and they can find us on whatever their favorite platform is to listen to podcasts. If they don't listen to podcasts on platforms yet then they can find a new favorite platform to listen to podcasts on there so just send them over to ibiff.co you can find also find us facebook i beat it first com twitter i beat it first i beat it first instagram i beat it first we don't really do anything x or twitter what is x uh i beat it first uh we also have our discord that you can come in and talk with all of us on there and get get like conversations about tech news conversations about that fucking unity thing that took up so much of our our time over the last like six or seven days on there. Uh, you can find all that if you just go to discord.ibatefirst.com. Uh, we also do, for those of you that don't know, a shit ton of charity work. In fact, we do most of this just for charity because why not? Uh, so mm-hmm. we do our extra life charity that you can go on to ibatefirst.com and click the charity button up at the top, and that will show you the way to our extra life charity. What do we do? Well, Extra Life is where we raise money for children's hospitals. Uh, specifically for us, we raise money for Phoenix Children's Hospital. So if you know anybody that is that has kids that have gone in, you yourself as a kid have gone into a children's hospital or anything like that, we highly recommend that you donate to anybody that does Extra Life, uh, even if it's not us. We really don't care if it's to us, as long as you donate to one of the hospitals, if you if you have the discretionary funds. Uh, we do also have the first and only, as far as I know still, uh, Charity Throne account, where we worked with the team at Throne to make it so that you can purchase items directly for PCH, and all of the items will ship directly to PCH. And the reason for that is that they have a room that is a store, in heavy air quotes, where they give them money to buy in heavy air quotes uh gifts from that store so they get monopoly money and then they go in and they buy them and that's what kids that are in there for procedures and whatnot get as their kind of like way to make them feel better about having to spend all that fucking time in the hospital uh but donations to the hospitals go to buying games and uh, video game equipment, stuff like that. You can also donate video game equipment to the hospital so that they can play games in their hospital rooms. They've got all these carts and everything that go around. Uh, They also go to helping to uh, pay for procedures for families that can't afford them. They help for housing for families that need to come in from out of state to get in there because sometimes a single children's hospital is the only place in multiple states that can do this one particular surgery. And Phoenix Children's Hospital is one of the bigger ones. So they do a lot of things like that. So they get a lot of people that fly into PCH for that. So it goes to help with those. All the money that gets donated in goes directly to helping kids and helping their families as much as possible, which is one of the big reasons why we put as much time and effort as we can uh, into doing Extra Life. Um I think that, oh yeah, we have two other podcasts though, beyond just the I Beat It First podcast. I totally, totally <laughs> forgot about that. Uh, we have Cutscene, which is our anime watch-along podcast. We are currently killing ourselves watching through part two of 8686. Not in a bad way, like the anime is bad, but in a 
what the fuck are we doing to ourselves with this sadness yeah. <laughs> again? <laughs> uh, and we also have uh, Pat's Notes, which is our dev conversations where we talk with indie devs and talk with uh, other game developers and whatnot about the games that they're doing and why it is that they got into it. We talk a little bit about the games, but we talk a lot with them in order to find out what makes them tick and why they got into game development. All right, that's about it. Uh, Stick with us on Twitch if you guys are still there because we will be raiding out. But we can't end any podcast without Chris saying... New blood joins this earth and quickly he's consumed. <laughs> he tries to please them all. Richer man he is. Throughout <laughs> his life the same. He's battled constantly. Come Sorry, on. Order. Don't worry about it. Come on. Do no, the next you part. Got, you got the sh- you got the whole show. Aww. Mm-hmm. The old man makes repairs. <laughs> Regretfully. <laughs> What I felt, what What I've known, never shine Shine through through what what I've shown. I'm never free, I'm never Never made, and I love the unforgiven. (laughs) It's right up there with making Wonderwall be a country song. (laughs) Anyway, here's Winterwall.